0: Welcome to the fantasy basketball podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom.
1: So Kyle, it's been you know a couple weeks now since the anthem has come out, and I was wondering—I know we've been talking about for a while—we did a whole pod on um, on its release, which I thought was a great one. And I just wondered, how is it? To, um, how have you felt about the reception from the league? You feeling the love?
2: It was good, fellas. Um, Tommy boy got at me. Wanted me to just give a little something about the the anthem feedback uh that i've been getting from the league um just make this you know real short and sweet man it's a i appreciate all the all the love it was like i said it was a lot of fun to make um some of you you know gave a lot of feedback talked about it quite a bit i I appreciate that some of you just gave a little comment i appreciate that some of you uh ghosted on it you know um classic i guess right um but hey even andy gave me a little something i know he didn't post anything on the thread but that can be overwhelming sometimes um but andy got at me in person and and just was like yeah he 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 really liked it and i mean if, if i got andy liking the track man i can do anything um so, yeah, like I said, guys, it was a lot of fun um, to make, a lot of fun to do the podcast. Christian was fantastic, up the thing a whole level. Um, Nick, my boy Apollo, um, helped us more than I could ever ask for again. So just much appreciation to him and my friend Lucas, who helped us out as well. And Tom doing the podcast, really, really nice job. I thought you bounced back and forth between people really well, kept the flow of it going really well. Um, I just really appreciate all you guys helping out with that It was a lot of fun to do Man it was a lot of fun to do um, For a hell of a cool league So, uh, Peace boys um, I hope to give more things in the future it Might be little snippets Might not have the production quality That the first one had um, But like I said that was all Apollo So I don't, I don't want to you know, Give them a, a project a week To work on um, But I'll talk to you boys soon um, hope, hope to get LeBron back soon. La Cabo Smooth out. Peace.
0: Yeah, can I please talk to Stax? Yeah, man. Uh, hope you're doing well. Having a good week. Um, was kind of curious if you could uh, give me a couple tips on how to make a good case idea.
3: Tom, you think this is a fucking, you think this is a fucking joke? This is funny. Starting my own podcast. Starting another league. Ton of other guys. You guys can stay. Tom is out. I'm already looking for replacement people. Julius Randle for Gordon Hayward for Jalen Brown for whoever the fuck else was your shooting forward small guard fucking whatever position. I don't even remember positions for basketball because I'm so angry. Oh, I gotta flip my quesadilla real quick. Tom, I can't fucking believe it. can't believe you did this to me, buddy, but uh, you are on blast, and you are going down. Oh, you thought I was done. I was not done. I was just flipping my quesadilla and putting it on the plate. Tom, you could have offered me Luke a down Probably still would have said no because he's not a small forward, which is kind of fucked up and weird that the NBA can't figure out this position stuff right, which is why I'm in this predicament in the first place. But if anybody wants to trade me a legitimate small forward that's worth starting in a fantasy league, then, you know, hit me up. I'll be fair to you. I've made a lot of trades this year. I would like to think I'm a fair guy that trades fairly. Tom? Ah, oh, you thought I was done. I am. Have a good week, guys. Too. Dewey, we've seen you change your team name quite
1: a bit recently, and... I've loved it. I mean, I've probably been the biggest, your biggest fan of the league for the last two, two plus years. Had a great time meeting you a couple months ago. And I've loved all your team names. You would say you're not creative. I disagree. I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit. Walk us through the process of how do you come up with a new name?
4: Hey, all. It's John Dewey coming to you from the four walls I call my office. Took a little break to talk to you all about rebranding. Why would it matter about what I think about rebranding? Well, you know, I've probably changed my team name the most of anybody this year. Well, Chuck maybe more than me. But he's doing that because he's obsolete and he has to keep trades to become more up to date. When I look at rebranding, I, I take a peek at the definition, and it's uh, to change an image. To create a new look or feel Well since I have troubles winning I feel like maybe A new look or feel might be good You know it's like buying a Pair of cheap clothing And then sewing an expensive brand name Tag on it So it looks like I've spent a lot of money Maybe my team is like that Who knows If you look at anonyms of a rebrand You often Come up with words like Outdated or stale Or obsolete. I try to rebrand frequently to stay somewhat relevant. Not only in the tech stream, but in the soap opera that we call the NBA. Final thoughts? God knows I'm at the bottom, well, with Tom and Chuck, but hopefully not for long, because I'm good enough. I'm smart enough, and damn it, people like me. Well, in no balls ass, it's probably because they beat me. Take it easy, fellas. Cheers.
0: All right, this is your host, the Podfather, Pod Tom, back. And I wanted to just quick take a look at the scores going on this week because they're uh, pretty big implications um, for the playoffs. So got a bunch of people stacked to the bottom. Now we have Stacks and Sean playing. Doesn't really matter. They're probably both in. But we do have Adam and Dewey playing, and it's a pretty tight matchup right now and this is one where dewey you win big uh, big for you more tied at the bottom here then we also have the commish playing ian and ian is in kind of a win now mode and he needs it but we'll see with commission you never know so that's one can ian pull out a win or does commish add another one at the bottom then we have <clears throat> andy versus jb Here's another one. If Andy can take care of business, it's real tight. But it's another one of us at the bottom. And then we have Dan versus Chuck. So I know Dan always wants to beat Chuck, but this one is also tight. And then we have Kyle versus Batam. And it's, uh, you know, I think LeBron very kindly for me. Just, you know, he knows we're boys, didn't really want to play my team. But if we look at, we could have potentially six of us tied at the bottom here which would really open up this playoff race again. So really interesting week, and I'm expecting a lot of trades. Speaking of trades, um, I must I must say that with uh, with our boy Stacks, I know he got super mad that I sent him an offer. And I have two things I want to say on this. One, his thing was, hey, did you look at the numbers? So I'm going to address that one first and say, you know what? Got to be honest here, I sort of didn't really that much. Um, I've had a really busy month, and it is one where I haven't had much time to do much with the old roster, haven't had much time to look at the numbers, say things to trades. Um, You know, nothing too serious, just a bunch of stuff at once. I'll just give an example. So when Kyle christian apollo and i went to record the podcast for uh the anthem we had it set planned out etc i had to run from one class run home uh change out cars uh because we have one real shitty car and whoever uh has the boy doesn't take that car so i had to go bring a good car to my wife take the crappy car go meet go meet the crew to record the pod on the way here I hear like a do 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 flat tire. Head to Uber back there to the session come back uh finally a tow truck came uh fix oh because when I went to go fix the car um after recording the podcast, um the lug nuts were like rusted on to the tire. So somebody had to come in, fix that. We put on the spare, and then the next morning on the way to work, um, my wife called me, uh, and the spare had gone flat. So I was like, i we to have to take that in, get the tire fixed, deal with that. So it's just a bunch of stuff like that coming up over and over and over. So no, I didn't really look at the, um, the numbers on much Stacks, to be completely honest, as I have not spent too much time on the team in the last month. But I will say, also with that trade, um, I think there is a dip, one difference between me and the likes of a Stakola Jokic, is I thought it was hilarious when everybody sent me the super shitty offers for Giannis. Um, Kyle definitely sent the worst, but when I saw him, I got kind of a chuckle out of it. I didn't feel offended. I don't, I did not assume that any of you thought that I was dumb enough to trade Giannis for Bryn Forbes, or Giannis and Luca for Bryn Forbes, or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> so, I, I realize how serious everyone took it, and I'll just officially apologize to Stacks. Love y'all. Peace.
4: Rent of the week. Rant of the week. Rant of the week. Rant of the week. Rant of the week.
3: Yeah.
2: Hey, damn. Don't come at me like you think you a boss or something. You ain't nothing but a little bitch. You say I'm not a man, damn. Well, check this, fam. You just a little bitch boy with a dumbass name. Car, Matt, your car's whack, and so is your brain. I'ma let this truck rustle you down like, damn. Over here hurling insults, just focus on your team Before you get your ass bounced quick from the league Oh, you think that's mean, just check the standing, see And I know what you gon' say Points for, blah blah, Hoobity hey Man, don't nobody give a fuck what you say So just shush yourself and stop getting in the way Oh shit, Cabo buried him in his grave
1: last update on the Michigan uh, 12-6 law. Maybe you maybe like to tell us more about a uh, different kind of product.
5: What's up, No Balls Ass? It's me, Adam, your instructor on cannabis for today. Today we are going to talk about edibles. Fun. Now, edibles are a unique experience. They can often lead to comical situations, uh, but... I am going to try and explain edibles to you in a way that makes sure that you have an enjoyable time and not a regrettable time, because uh, I think it's a pretty common experience for people to end up taking too much, and yeah, then they end up laying down on their bathroom floor, can't get out of the bathroom, or they end up calling 911 and saying that time has stopped and they think they're dead. So I'm gonna help you avoid all that and have a really good time because edibles are my personal favorite. And I think if they are handled well, they are the safest way to ingest cannabis as well. So first of all, you have to understand its difference between smoking. Smoking, when you smoke cannabis, you're getting Delta-9 THC absorbed into your blood through your lungs and the effects are felt immediately. Unlike edibles, you eat it and then it's a waiting game. You have, it has to be digested. That could take, the whole experience could take up to an hour for you to start really feeling it. So start slow. You can always eat more. You can't eat less. If you do find yourself in a situation where you eat too much, smoke some CBD. It'll bring you down. We call it the safety blanket. It's really good to have around if you um, enjoy cannabis on a regular basis and are worried about anxiety or um, having too much. So, that being said, when you eat cannabis, it takes a while and then it slowly builds and then it slowly fades out. Edibles are going to last a lot longer than smoking. Um, Another thing is when the cannabis processes through your liver, the Delta 9 THC, which you get from smoking, is metabolized into Delta 11 THC. Delta 11 THC is a more potent version of cannabis. So when you have an edible, your body is actually amplifying the effect. To what extent, I don't really know. It is significant. But yeah, so... You can smoke this much weed. You can't eat this much weed. (laughs) The ratio is not the same. And what's also nice about eating is that you are getting the full experience. When you're smoking, you often, I mean, just like a cigarette, it's sitting there in your hand. You're not smoking. You're wasting some. Uh, So it's very efficient. If you want to know how to make your own edibles, that's a whole – it's pretty easy. All you really need is a crock pot and some butter. And then like a cheesecloth to strain out the cannabis and just let it cook for a while. Uh, but that's a different story. That's a different episode. So when you're eating edibles, it goes through your system. It can take up to an hour. You start to feel it. You get a nice long on-ramp and a nice long off-ramp. Uh, with the experience, it is beautiful. You start to feel it. You feel it more in your body than you do than when you smoke. And this is because we have two different types of receptors in our body for cannabis that we know of anyway. Uh, the CB1 receptors, a lot of those are located in the brain. And this is this is what you feel when you smoke. Uh, there are, you do, the CB2 receptors, you do sometimes stimulate those when you smoke, but not as much as when you eat. When you eat, you are going to feel it in your body. It's going to feel like you are very relaxed, weighed down. I often say I feel like I'm in a uh, hot tub. You just you feel great. Um, I can really see CBD edibles and a little bit of THC being something that athletes just take after every game, just because of the profound effect it has on your body and uh, the long experience that it gives. Uh, but yeah, your CB two receptors are located all throughout your body and. When you you are gonna know what I'm talking about after you have a nice edible, I would say a standard dose is going to be 10 milligrams. And as you guys make your way towards legalization and you're able to buy it in the store, at least it, Washington state mandates that you have to, no matter how large of amount of milligrams of cannabis you're given you need to be able to dose it out to 10 milligrams. Uh, I don't know what Michigan's laws are going to be, but when you look at that, think 10 milligrams, that's gonna get me high. Um, if you have a higher tolerance or you have a low absorption rate uh, within your gut, you're gonna need a little bit more. And if you want a really, really high dose, you can eat concentrates that are activated. If you paid attention to the last Uh, segment that I did there are two main ones that are used one particularly for edibles uh, that's called distillate that is isolated THC and that is what most companies use to make edibles unfortunately that does not give you the best high because it is just THC it's and like I've been saying there are over 500 different compounds within cannabis that give you the high and give you a great high giving you just one of those elements yeah, it'll get you high, but it's not going to get you stoned. I tell people THC is what gets you high. Terpenes and other cannabinoids is what makes you feel stoned. Uh, so, if you're looking for a more uh, high that is more full spectrum and has more to do with the entire plant, I would recommend getting some RSO, Rick Simpson oil, and um, eating that. That can take, uh, I would recommend starting out with the size of a grain of rice. And you can put that in another piece of food or whatever and just swallow it and it'll give you a great experience. Uh how it works is uh so for a 10 milligram dose, if you get a syringe of distillate or RSO, and let's say it's 80% THC, what I when I when I see that, what I think is Okay, that is 80% THC, so that is about 80 edibles. That is 800 milligrams of THC. So don't think just because it comes in a one gram small syringe that um, you can just eat the whole thing. No, that's 80 edibles. You will, it will be comical, uh, not for you in the moment, uh, but it will you, you will have too much. <laughs> And then you, that's when you get too high and you're like, oh, I'm just going to fall asleep. And when I wake up, uh, everything will be okay. No, you'll wake up. You'll still be high. And waking up high is not fun. It's, it's so disorienting. Um, you're, you don't know if you're still in a dream. You're trying to figure out where you are. It's, it's bad news. So yeah, I hope that was helpful and I hope you guys enjoy some edibles. If you want to learn how to make your own, uh, that will be another episode.